I'm Dr. Michael Latola. And I'm Megan Strong. That hygiene check can wait. It's time for Chairside Live. Welcome to Chairside Live. Megan, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. We've got an interesting case of the week for you today. It's a dentist who prepped uh, 20 units of Crown and Bridge for some CapTech restorations. And uh, we like to catch dentists doing something right, and this dentist did a lot of things right, so we'll share that case with you a little bit later on. But before we do that, let's go to Megan with the news. Well, researchers have found that babies born to women who eat cheese and dairy products during pregnancy are more likely to have better dental health than babies born to non-dairy consumers. The study, published in the Nutrition Journal, is believed to be the first to examine the link between prenatal dairy consumption and dental health in children. They found a strong connection between cheese and dairy consumption during pregnancy and a decrease in the risk of childhood dental caries. The study authors believe it is related to the calcium found in cheese and dairy products, but they have no immediate explanation for the study's results and say further studies are needed. Wow, well this is great news for the women of Wisconsin. Um, I, I know that uh, if you've ever seen a Green Bay Packers football game, they actually wear cheese uh, on their head and I uh, believe it's the top food group for them uh, on the pyramid, but it looks like now uh, women in the rest of the country as well should be consuming more dairy products and, and more cheese during pregnancy to bring down the caries rate. Anything else? Yes. Well, here's some exciting news for those who want to bleach their teeth, but worry about its supposedly damaging effects. A new study in the Journal of the American Dental Association examined the changes in calcium and phosphorus concentrations in enamel after the use of home and professional bleaching treatments. The authors evaluated the teeth before, during, and after the bleaching treatments using enamel microbiopsies and found no differences among calcium and phosphorus concentrations. They proposed that the buffering capacity of saliva played a role in counteracting the effects of bleaching. More studies are planned to confirm the results. Well, that's great news because I've certainly seen some patients over the years who almost get addicted to bleaching, and it tends to be uh, boys uh, around the age of say 14 to 18 and, and they're usually a little bit shy and they bleach their teeth and then one or two girls at school will say how nice their smile looks and how white it sure. looks and then all of a sudden it's on. I mean it's they're coming to get syringes and buy syringes the from The whiter you. the better. Like yeah absolutely like it was heroin and you want to stop them because at a certain point their teeth almost start uh, to glow in the dark you know they start to almost get translucent so it's good to know those might be extreme cases but it's good to know for people who want to start bleaching their teeth and who like the results and want to continue doing it that the research is showing uh, that it's going to be safe and sure. saliva plays a big role in that so all right let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week On this week's Case of the Week, I do like to uh, take the chance to find when a dentist does something right and point it out as well. And what we're looking at here is a dentist who wants to do multiple single unit CapTech crowns along with a three unit posterior CapTech bridge. And it's a, a really good impression. In fact, it goes to show where when you do tissue retraction correctly, it almost doesn't matter how you take the impression. This, this doctor did just use one viscosity of material and I use, if you've seen my DVDs, a medium body as my wash material and a heavy body as my tray material because we get enough retraction with the two cord technique uh, where it doesn't matter. This doctor has just used a medium body material instead of a heavy body and frankly with retraction like he got here you could probably use alginate and have the case work out okay. In fact, let's take a look uh, at the model and you can see the type of retraction that we're talking about here. It really is amazing. Um, 
to see how clearly the margins are represented around all of these preparations, even around the molar and the posterior. I mean, we've really got some nice retraction. And this is the type of case where literally a dental technician who's been out of school for about 10 minutes could easily trim this case and fabricate restorations on this case because of how clear the margins are. And if we go back to the impressions, it's a little more difficult to see on this case because he doesn't have the two different colors of impression material, but we clearly have that highly desirable flap of impression material beyond the margin, which is down in the sulcus, which corresponds to an impression of the root structure of the tooth itself, which is clearly visible as we look on the teeth. Another thing that I like about what this doctor did was he did not take the impression when he prepped the teeth. In fact, he prepped the teeth first and then he put the biotemps in place and then he took a study model of the biotemps for us because the patient loved the biotemps. And so now this gives us something we can scan and then help design our restorations or at least we have a visual aid to be able to help us with how the patient wants these restorations to look. And so here are the patient's lower teeth. And you can see that the lower teeth, we have some alignment issues. In fact, the patient wants to fix those as well, as you'll see in a minute. And so we have the patient's upper and lower bite together here with the biotemps on the top and the natural teeth on the bottom. And so the doctor has requested that we make some lower biotemps because that's what the, pa the patient is going to do next. And so we're going to fabricate these lower biotemps now and we're going to build our incisal edges to this new incisal plane. So you can see we've got the biotemps here, the upper biotemps that are in place in the patient's mouth, and now we have the lower biotemps on the model as well, which the doctor is going to prep next after we first dial in the maxillary anterior restorations, but we want to be able to use the incisal plane on the lower to do that as well, and we want to make the new ones to ideal so that when we make these lower restorations, it'll fit the same way. So at this point, we have the doctor's clear as a bell margins, plenty of reduction here from the doctors, even when I get the pin all the way down here for these CapTech restorations. And again, we're going to fabricate these against the Biotemp restorations on the lower, and then the doctor's going to prepare those, take an impression, and send it in. So again, this was a great opportunity for me to catch a doctor uh, doing something right, namely very clean uh, impression of some very nice preparations being done in conjunction with biotemps to make sure we get a really nice restorative result. That about wraps it up for this edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan Strong, and all of us here at the laboratory, I want to thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry. We'll see you next time. I don't know if they differentiate it. I wonder if it's got to be um, like Wisconsin cheddar cheese or it could it be that easy cheese, you know, that cheese <laughs> the, in the, the can. squirt. Yeah, Maybe. or the yellow nacho cheese. That's true. The fake stuff. Right. I don't know if that's cheese good enough either. Yeah, easy cheese, cheese whiz, propellant-based cheeses. <laughs>